Electric Cooperative and your trusted energy advisor. Be part of the show by emailing your questions to radio at goblueraiders.com or tweeting us using the hashtag AskStock. Rick Stock Still Live is brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads. Bud Light, it's for the fans. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now, here's your host, the voice of the Blue Raiders, Chip Walters. Welcome in to the Boulevard here on the corner of Middle Tennessee Boulevard and East Main Street. Uh, also, welcome in to Rick Stocks to Live tonight, presented as always by the good folks at Middle Tennessee Electric your trusted energy advisor. Coach Rick Stockstill is here tonight on a Victory Monday as Middle Tennessee comes off a very good Conference USA win over Southern Mississippi by a score of 35-10. to 10. And, Coach, I like talking on Monday nights after victories. Yeah, especially with a uh, distinguished award winner that we're talking <laughs> with tonight. So, uh, we have a special guest, I guess. You. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> well, thank you very much. It's very kind of you. Um, Raiders win it uh, 35 to 10, and for the second time this year, uh, middle scores in all three phases of the game, which is highly unusual for it to ever happen, but to have it twice in one year, that's pretty special. Yeah, and it, obviously it's hard to do, and uh, we've got to give our players a lot of credit. You know, they've, they've really done a good job. They, uh, they work hard every day with it, and, uh, you know, a lot of times you got to be fortunate, but, you know, DQ made a nice play, and then Ralph Mincy on the block and Trey with the scoop and score, you know, on the block punt. You know, the, the, the block punt was really the – to me is what kind of – because it's 7-7 seven to seven at that time yep. right there at the end of the first quarter, and that, that gave us a little bit of a, a lift, a little bit of momentum, a little bit of juice, you know, and it kind of – you know, we got going a little bit better after that. And another – out of the weird stat category, you guys have two players from the state of Mississippi on your roster. Both had interceptions. Yeah, how about against that? Southern Miss. Yeah, uh, you know Marley Cook and DQ Thomas, and DQ is a defense conference defensive player of the week this year or this week. Uh, yes, she was very deserving by him, and he's had a great career and he's had a great season so far. But you know Marley, you know Marley comes in there on. We're struggling a little bit at, at right guard uh, on field goal and PAT in the last couple of weeks, and he's come in there both both times and has done a great job at Stone and uh, really helped us a lot in the kicking game. And then, you know, I was really fired up for him to get that interception and run a little bit with it afterwards. So, and then, uh, you know, Jordan Branch, his touchdown, you know, uh, off the scoop and score on the sack fumble was – was a big time play also. Yeah, big fella running the football. It was it's great to have him back and, and yeah. that allows Jordan Ferguson to kind of play his natural position and uh and, and you're gonna need pressure this week, which we'll talk about going to Western Kentucky, but defenses did a lot in that game the other day. Both teams under 300 yards of, of total offense. I wouldn't say defense is dominated, but there were with the weather and conditions there were a good bit of turnovers. Yeah, I would say that their defense dominated our offense, and I would say our defense dominated their offense. Uh, 
really disappointed. We didn't play very well. You know, obviously the the four turnovers, the one, the, the interception was, you know, that's a play that uh, Chase went down on and, you know, was, just went out from under him. He didn't have enough, wasn't able to get enough on it and over, underthrew it a little bit and, you know, they got it. But the other three fumbles were just, you know, really disheartening, inexcusable. It was all us, not them. And that's what's frustrating. So we've got to do a much better job of protecting the ball. We weren't very good on third down. We were one out of nine on third down. So we've got to get a lot better here in a short period of time because, you know, you got to score against this club we're getting ready to play because they can put up some points. Yes, they can. And uh, they, they, uh, they had a big win over Charlotte over the weekend. Well, you mentioned one thing that I'm sure everybody listening wants to know what, what uh, you can tell us about and that was Chase Cunningham's injury. Um, what, what do you feel comfortable talking about? Well, we're still, you know, still waiting to, you know, get all the stuff from the doctor, and they had the MRI, you know, and uh, just waiting to get, make sure we're on top of everything. But uh, we'll just see how it plays out this week, see if he can do anything and uh, practice-wise and, and whatnot. So just kind of play it day by day right now. Yep. The, when, when his injury occurred, obviously – Mike Delello got the call. He has been the number two uh, behind Chase, uh, and, and he directed the offense. And we also saw for the first time Nick Vadiato. Um, talk a little bit about their performances on Saturday and what did, what did you like? What do you – I mean, in, in kind of what might be moving forward? You know, a lot – moving forward, a lot depends on Chase. You right. Know, and you can do and what you're going to do and around them. So uh, – but, uh, you know, I thought Mike did, did some, a couple nice things and did a couple things he's got to get better at and can't do. But the big thing starts with protecting the ball and, uh, you know, just playing within the offense, within the system, and not trying to, you know, think he's got to do it all, which at times he tried to do too much, and, you know, it, it got him. And then uh, Nick, I really like Nick. I think Nick's got a, a great future ahead of him. He's got, a, you know, a, a real – calm demeanor and you know the game was basically over when he went in uh but he handled the the timing you know running the clock down snapping it you know he was under control made a couple nice throws had a nice little run in there and you know so you know for his first time ever playing at the college level um you know i thought he did a nice job and you know um i, I think he's got a great future ahead of him i like his leadership skills for a young kid, uh, you know, he's just a good dude. I really like him. Yeah, the uh, and obviously, all of this is contingent on Chase's condition and 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 how that works out with Mike and and also the dynamic now with with Nick playing his very first game. I'm assuming that you all hope you could be able to redshirt Nick uh, this season. Now we're back to the 2019 rule of being able to play in four games, or you could play four complete games and still be able to get your red shirt. I, I know you are one who always has a plan, A, B, C, D, and E if needed. Uh, with the situation as it is, uh, have you all made any decisions uh, if, if, you know, to play him out or want to try to try to save that if you can? Well, I mean, to me, you're right. We were, the plan was to try to redshirt him. Uh, that is still hopeful that we can do that. Uh, but like you said, a lot of it's going to depend on Chase's availability. 
uh, I want to win. We want to win. And if whoever gives us the best chance to win, he'll play. Uh, and we'll worry about red shirt and all that, you know, a year, two years, three years from now. Yeah. So, anyway, th- that's, that's the, the, the quickest update on the quarterback situation. Um, as far as running, running the football, Frank Pizant came in late. You had uh, Shaitan uh, Ransom, uh, Martel Petaway. How is your health right now in the running back room? Terrible. Uh, Amir's been out. Uh, you know, he was out with an injury. It looks like, you know, he missed uh, the UConn game. He missed the Southern Miss game. And looks like he'll probably miss this one. Um, you know, Brad Anderson's out for the year. He broke his hand at Liberty and had surgery. Uh, Frank, you know, got injured at at uh, Liberty and missed the UConn game and just got back a couple days before Southern Miss, you know, so he was very limited, uh, but did a nice job. And then Shatan, you know, he got hurt there and didn't, you know, against Southern Miss and uh, didn't play much the second half. So if you, you got one healthy body right now and and maybe two, so it's uh, not a very good, situation from a health standpoint at our running back so they will see uh, who who gets through the week and gets on the bus and heads to bowling green and uh, the raiders will take on the toppers on saturday at 2 30 p.m i want to remind you the murfreesboro post is rutherford county's local newspaper subscriptions to the post are just 20 dollars a year for 52 issues visit online at murfreesboropost.com today we'll have more with coach rick stockstill after this on the blue raider network from learfield Hey, honey, got the 70-inch flat screen mounted. Come take a look. Uh, why are the instructions still wrapped in plastic? Instructions are just another man's suggestions. (sighs) You sure about that? Need another chance? Get one with Powerball with Double Play. Add Double Play for just a dollar and give your numbers a second chance to win up to $10 million with drawings every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. Powerball with Double Play and the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. It's red. With heated seats. 
serious air conditioning. And that uh, little compartment thingy, you know, where you put your sunglasses? You found the perfect car. Now get the perfect loan with Ascend. We've got low rates, flexible terms, and you can apply online at ascend.org or at any of our branch locations. I'm going to name her Betty. Auto loans from Ascend Federal Credit Union. Banking without the bank. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. All loans are subject to credit approval. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back in to the Boulevard for Rick Stocks to Live, presented by Middle Tennessee Electric. I want to remind Blue Raider fans to get ahead of the game with the best home services team in town for your heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, and home improvement needs. Lee Company is the team to call 615 867 1000. We talked a good bit about the offensive side of the football. I want to spend a a little time uh, in this segment talking about the defense. And you already mentioned that DQ Thomas uh, from Oxford, Mississippi, was named the Conference USA Defensive Player of the Week. His numbers were really good. Ten tackles, two tackles for loss, two hurries, a 43-yard interception return for a touchdown. And also, on top of that, he tied uh, – he's now tied for the most games ever played at middle with – 55. Uh, he tie, he's tied with Moffitt now, so uh, so that that's a uh, that, that's a that's a it's it's good to have him for as many games as you can. Yeah, you know DQ is just uh, you know just he's a good football player, but you know he loves this place and he's he's a good leader for us. He's just a really really good guy, and I'm proud for him. I'm happy for him, his mom, and just uh, you know just he, he's just a, a really good player. And you know you talk about. You know, those other guys on defense, I mean, you know, we played, what, San Antonio, Charlotte, uh, I guess the third one in there, you know, about without Jordan Branch, without uh, Quincy Riley. With Mar- Marshall. Mar- you know, without uh, those guys, you know, Quincy Riley was out, uh, had to move Ferg around inside because – you know, we just we the, that middle stretch of the year. You know, we were just beat up defensively, and now we're starting to get you know guys back, and you know we're we're playing better, a little bit more cohesive. Yep. And talk about, I mean, people we we see like defensive linemen, uh, your ends and 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 defensive tackles. What are you asking differently from those guys, tackles as opposed to ends? Well, I mean, it's a whole you know, different game. I mean, it's, you know, your inside guys, you know, they've got to command the double team and, you know, they got to be your run stoppers. And then, you know, your outside guys are your, you know, your pressure guys. And, you know, you still got run responsibility and everything they've got to do. But, you know, your inside guys are your, your tough plug it up guys. Well, the reason I asked that, I think it's a because I wanted to get that out there, and it's a tribute to Jordan Ferguson how he's been able 
because it is two different skill oh, yeah. sets, and he's been able to handle both when called upon. Yeah, I mean, you look at Jordan. Jordan's 260 pounds, 270, whatever he is, and, you know, you put him down inside, and now he's going against, you know, 310, 320-pound guards and centers, and, you know, where he, it's a, bit, a little bit less room to use his athleticism, and, you know, you put him on the edge, and now he's – going against a 300-pound tackle with a lot of space that he can use, you know, some moves and athleticism and avoid people and put pressure on guys. So it's, uh, as I said, the inside guys are your your pluggers, your your bulldogs that are going to get in there and, you know, plug things up. And you try to have your faster, quicker, you know, guys uh, on the edge. Yep, and that line in the linebacker, uh, section the the two Davises uh, on that on the strong side, uh, Jonathan Butler's back now, which allows DQ Thomas to move outside uh, on on the weak side. What what does it mean getting him back outside and out of the middle? What does that do to improve what what you're doing defensively? Well, when we lost uh, Jonathan Butler, we lost him. Uh, I think the San Antonio game, we lost him. You know, so now you you lose one of your starters for, you know, four weeks or whatever. He came back, uh, I think he got back for the UConn game and, you know, played a little bit there. But he's a really good player. And, uh, you know, with the other, you know, we lost Devin Curtis early in the year. Uh, you know, he had, you know, hip surgery. So we lost him and, you know, we were just down some bodies, you know, linebacker-wise. And then you lose a starter. Now you got, we brought DQ in and. You know, he's a 230-pound guy, and, you know, Jonathan Butler's a 250-pound guy. So, uh, you know, DQ, and then he he missed, you know, uh, a little bit of time there. He came back, uh, you know, for the Marshall game. You know, he got back for that game the day before the, day before the game he got back. So he, hadn't, he didn't play for a couple, three weeks. It just goes back to all those guys – defensively that we lost in the middle of the year uh now you're getting them back but you know jonathan's a good player you know he's a physical guy uh inside and it gives dq a chance to you know play in space and he's a better space player than he is in the box yeah that defensive unit really fun to watch now 25 turnovers they have gained which is number one in all of college football this year the blue raiders have uh Rank uh, first in Conference USA and third nationally with 13 interceptions, which right at 50% uh, with interceptions as, as opposed to fumble recoveries. Is there a knack for getting turnovers? Yeah, I mean, I believe it is because we work so hard at it. And then, you know, you got to be a – you've got to catch the ball. You know, when there's – you got to, you know, make the catch and you got to recover the fumble. You can't be a hand clapper and – you know, just, you know, make the plays when the play comes. And, and our guys have, you know, done that. You know, Reed missed an interception at UConn, you know, bounced off his face mask. And, you know, but we've done a better, a, a pretty good job, you know, uh, of making the plays, you know, of catching the ball, recovering the fumbles when it's presented itself. All right. So we are <laughs> heading through the hour here at the Boulevard here in Murfreesboro for Rick Stocks Alive. We hope to have Terry Obi from the uh, Hilltopper Sports Network coming up after the break, but more after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Every week, our Blue Raiders go the extra mile to make sure they're at their very peak. At Sunbelt Bakery, they do the same thing to make sure their granola bars are at their peak. Every week, Sunbelt Bakery brings new batches of granola bars from their bakery to your neighborhood. That's why Sunbelt Bakery's granola bars taste like they just baked them. Because they did. Try a Sunbelt Bakery granola bar today and taste the difference. Sunbelt Bakery. Bakery fresh taste. No preservatives. Murfreesboro, you can count on an award-winning service team for all your home maintenance and improvement needs. Lee Company, A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, recognized by Angie's List as a super service provider since 2008, is ready to assist with all your home maintenance needs. Heating and air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, home improvement, and more. Experience the convenience of calling one phone number for all your home maintenance and improvement needs. Call Lee Company today at 615-867-1000 or visit LeeCompany.com. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic is proud to be the official medical group of MTSU Athletics. We all win big when we work as a team for better health. Just like MTSU's athletes and coaches, our healthcare professionals work tirelessly to make our community proud. At MMC, we really are true blue. MTSU is our hometown team, and your health is our mission. Visit mmclinic.com or call us at 615-893-4480. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The MTSU Alumni Association is proud of its more than 130,000 living alumni who are leading, teaching, entertaining, researching, buying, farming, nursing, and more worldwide. Every Blue Raider accomplishment adds value to your degree. Are you connected to the MTSU National Alumni Association? Visit mtalumni.com to share what you're doing, update your information, and see how you can be involved and informed. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You train for this all year. Endless hours of cardio, conditioning, and weights. And now you are ready. Ready to trek back to your seat from the concession stand. Through the lines, lost fans, and that mascot who wants you to do a little dancey dance. All without spilling a drop of your ice cold Bud Light. Welcome back to football, sports fans. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back into Rick Stocks Alive tonight as we come to you from the Boulevard. Our show presented by Middle Tennessee Electric. So, true blue fans, whether you're tuned into the game on the radio, watching the game on TV, sitting in the stands, stay up to date with Blue Raider football with this year's football game day yearbook and digital game day guide at GoBlueRaiders.com or on the Blue Raider Connect app. And by the, uh, I think we do have Terry Obi, who is the analyst on the Hilltopper Sports Network, joining us for the next few minutes. And Terry, are you there? Yes, you hear me? Oh, we can hear you loud and clear down here. Terry, oh, okay. uh, uh, Terry teaches uh, at Western now and played his college ball at Oregon and uh, spent a little time uh, uh, in the NFL with the Bears and Vikings. And how did you end up back in Bowling Green? 
You know what? It's it's a it's a long story. I mean, I I was <laughs> retired for a little bit, and I was working in uh, California, and uh, Jim Harbaugh was my old quarterback, and he called me to help him at Stanford, and I went over there. I didn't know it was going to turn to a long term job, and then he. He offered me the job at uh, Stanford, and then Willie Taggart got the job at WKU, and I came over with him uh, to teach. But then I got to the point where, you know, my kids were more important, and I decided, you know, I just finished my Ph.D., and I teach. So because teaching is the same as coaching, I feel that I can really be involved in young people's lives coaching, teaching. Well, I was going to say you are Dr. Terry Obie. So uh, yeah. congratulations on that. Um, yeah, I can, now, I can let's do talk surgery about, on sports management. I can do uh, uh, surgery on sports management. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Let's talk a little bit about this Western Kentucky football team because, you know, they are just putting up points like a pinball machine and yards. And when I think back in Brandon Dowdy and then Mike White, who had a really good game for the Jets yesterday, those quarterbacks – Zappy falls right into that line of that kind of talent. Yes, yes, he does. Actually, he's, he throws a lot more than they do. I mean, he's a little bit more mobile, and we throw the ball way more than we did before. I mean, we used to have that speed offense, but now they go rapid warp speed. They go extremely fast. He he has a lot of weapons, but as you know, his main weapons as, as main weapon you know is Stearns, and uh, they have such a relationship; it's unbelievable. I. And on the radio, sometimes I even talk about how they uh, Stearns knows how to be roommates with the quarterback. Now, <laughs> if, if I, yeah, exactly. If I'm correct, uh, Zappy, the Stearns brothers, and the offensive coordinator all came from Houston Baptist, correct? Yes, they came from the yeah. So, so they they really know um, a lot of. They've been working together for a long period of time, and yeah, the, the Stearns brothers and. Uh, Especially his brother. I mean, the, the number one is uh, Jared Stearns. Is I mean, he. I mean, he has such a relationship with Zappy that they just know each other. They. I mean, sometimes. Uh, I mean, you look at what they're doing, and sometimes he calls plays, and nobody knows it. I don't even know if the coaches know sometimes. When the way the season started for Western Kentucky, you you had some tough losses to and played some really good teams. Uh, do you feel like once you got past? The Michigan State's Army obviously is an unusual opponent to have to face defensively, uh, and we saw this weekend what kind of points they can they can put up as well. You had Indiana in a close game, UTSA in a close game. Do you feel like it took a you know it was, it was almost tough luck that Western got off to the the start they did? Yeah, you know, really, you know, in, you know, we call those in you know, mid-major teams we call those the money games and. We just ran into three or four of them that that was like that, but uh, UTSA was very a very strong team, and um, and you know it, and now after you see Michigan Michigan State beat Michigan, and we wasn't that far behind Michigan State it was forty eight thirty one, so it wasn't too bad. We were able to score, but yeah, that that was a rough that was a rough stretch there. Indiana, uh, Michigan State, UTSA. So now when you come to conference, I mean, and then we talked about Army. Uh, now you come to conference, you feel like, you know, okay, at least we're playing with people that are similar to us in size and, and ability. And and I think a lot of times fans don't understand that, it, 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 that that when you when the league teams play, chances are they're going to be close games because all of the teams in our league are kind of built similarly. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, everybody's similar. So, And the, the, the main thing I talk about is that um, they, what happened – 
uh, how did you guys get beat by them? I said, you know what? Their cost of attendance is a little bit more. I mean, they get a little bit, a little bit boost, uh, boost on their, their scholarship checks than we do. Now, let's talk about the defense because in one area in particular, it looks like Western Kentucky is playing a, a good bit better defensively. And, and when you look at them, and, and, and I see a couple of names that, that it seems like I've been calling them for a long time, and one of them is D'Angelo Malone. I know Brathwaite is only a, a sophomore, but he, he certainly makes an impression. So with Malone up front and, and Brathwaite on the back end, that's two really good guys to build around. Yeah, you're right about that. You know, D'Angelo Malone has, has been very – he's been dynamic for us, the, you know, the entire year. Uh, with a couple of the big, you know, Michigan State, you know, he didn't have as great of a game. But now he's starting to uh, – in his own – he always had the athletic ability to do that. Him and Jawan Jones has been pretty sturdy uh, the entire year. And the defensive line has been really holding up with Ship and Darvin. Uh, but you're right, our secondary has really – been really stepping up, A.J. Brathwaite, and, and also Kincaid has been stepping up and making plays. Well, you know, this week you've got you, – you could bill this one as the, the irresistible force in Western Kentucky's offense against the immovable object, which has been Middle Tennessee's defense this year. Should be a very interesting matchup. I think it's – I think it's um, you, you know, you really got to throw the matchups out when it comes to this game with the emotions involved, with the – the rivalry so close. I mean, one hour away, and, and they, everybody. I mean, they want to beat each other. I mean, it's just always been so competitive. I remember even coaching one year, and we had to win overtime. But I don't think it matters what record you have. With Middle Tennessee and Western, there's always going to be a fight. You know, so emotions play a big deal. That you can't really do the X's and O's with that. Yep, both teams on an uptick, so it'll be fun. 2.30 Saturday up in Bowling Green. Terry, thanks for spending some time with us tonight. We'll see you this weekend. Thank you so much. Look forward to seeing you too. All right, Terry Obi, the analyst on the Hilltopper Sports Network, joining us. Come back. We'll, uh, it's about halftime here on Rick Stocks to Live. We'll continue along with the head coach after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Roscoe Brown is proud to be a longtime supporter of MTSU Athletics and your locally owned HVAC and Plumbing Company. For 81 years, Roscoe Brown has been the trusted name in heating, cooling, and plumbing for Middle Tennessee homeowners and businesses. Call 1-888-MY-ROSCOE to schedule your HVAC or plumbing service today. Turn to the experts at Carrier and Roscoe Brown. People you know, a name you trust. Go Blue Raiders! Roscoe Brown. RoscoeBrown.com Hi, we're RJ Young. We offer technology solutions that power your business, school, hospital, church, law firm, and more. RJ Young will empower your office to be the modern office. That means an office that integrates technology as a business advantage, all to help you work smarter. From managed IT services, office equipment, and technology, business process outsourcing, and digital communications, we're proud to be your one stop for technology solutions that power your business. Come visit us at rjyoung.com. 
Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating Middle Tennessee State University athletes, experts in bones, joints, and muscles, and with more than 60 specialists in locations across Middle Tennessee, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit us at toa.com or give us a call at 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, or TOA, the official team doctors for Blue Raider Athletics. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner at Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're tailgating with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help tackle your hunger and give you energy. So pick up bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a winner. That's what I said. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTE.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders! News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back in to Rick Stocks to Live, presented by Middle Tennessee Electric. We are at the Boulevard Bar and Grill, just across from campus, uh, here at the corner of Middle Tennessee and East Main Street. Come on, stop by today and uh, be able to join us. And, Coach, look back in the back of the room. It is Men's and Women's Conference USA cross-country coach of the year, Keith Vroman. They captured championships over the weekend on both sides, and Keith swept coach of the year honors. I'm worried about that foot. What's on his foot down there? Uh, on the on daughter? She's got the shoes no, that light you up. No, you got a boot on? Keith has a boot on. Yeah. Uh, with as much as he runs, I would say stress <laughs> fracture might be in order. Uh, either he might, they might have him. Uh, Derrick Henry. Yeah, I was going to say Derrick. Him and Derrick Henry might need to talk about their uh, about their foot injuries. But congratulations, Keith. Outstanding. Appreciate it. Uh, speaking of uh, of Conference USA football, let's uh, take a look at uh, what happened over the weekend. Uh, Middle Tennessee, of course, a thirty-five to ten winner over Southern Mississippi. North Texas beat Rice in overtime, thirty to twenty-four. Marshall wins uh, at FIU, 38 to nothing. Old Dominion changed quarterbacks a couple of weeks ago, and they have come on like gangbusters. They beat Louisiana Tech 23-20. They hit a last-second field goal to win that one. As we mentioned, Western Kentucky beat Charlotte 45-13. Chris Reynolds, Charlotte's quarterback, did not play in that game. And then number 23, uh, or then Florida Atlantic, was a winner over UTEP by a score of 28-25. Coming up this week, uh, everything again on Saturday. Louisiana Tech's at UAB. Uh, North Texas is at Southern Miss. Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky, the 100-mile rivalry. Rice will play at Charlotte. Marshall at Old Dominion. Uh, Marshall at Florida Atlantic, rather. Old Dominion at FIU. And uh, and I guess the game of the year in the Western Division of the league, you've got uh, number 23 UTSA playing at the Sun Bowl against UTEP. So 
Coach, when, with, with four games remaining in the league uh, and you look at the standings in particular on, on, on our side, on the east, there are one, two, three, four, five teams that are either in first or within a game of first place. So there's a lot of things that could happen in these last four weeks. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting month and uh, looking forward to it. And, you know, a lot of good teams. You know, like you said, Old Dominion's playing better. You know, they missed a last-second field goal to beat Marshall. Uh, you know, so they're, they're playing a lot better. And, uh, you know, everybody, like, like, like I've always said, everybody is – really capable of beating you on any given day and uh you know you can't look at people's record and assume anything and uh you know just it's, it's going to be a dog fight down here this last month yeah you know i, I think that when you you look at it at the league and what you know maybe expectations were put out there by media or whoever that to me the two biggest surprises have been rice uh and because they play better but but UTEP kind of came out of nowhere. Did you see that coming from them? They're off to a really good start right now. Their overall record six and two. They're three and one in the league. No, you, you never know. I mean, I I have a lot of respect for Dana. I, I talk to him all the time. He's a really good coach. He does things the right way. Uh, I have a lot of respect for him. And you know, we haven't played him. You know, I think since 2018 was the last time we've played them. So when you don't play somebody for, you know, three or four years, you don't know how their teams, how they change. But I watched them. I saw them, you know, for the first time playing Southern Miss, uh, you know, when, and playing the Southern Miss. Uh, they got a good quarterback. And uh, I've always said this, that it doesn't matter if you're a high school, college, NFL, you got to have a quarterback to have a chance. And uh, – they got a good quarterback. He's playing well, and he's giving them a chance. Now, UTSA is is a, is a team we knew. We, we played them early in the year uh, and knew they were good. Now they're ranked in the top 25. Do you think they've gotten better as the year's gone along? You know, I haven't seen them play, you know, since we played them other than when they played, you know, watching this week, watching Western. So it, it sounds like or seems like, you know, they're playing very consistent. Their defense – was really good early, and it looks like it's still, you know, playing really well. You know, they gave up a bunch of points to, to Western Kentucky, but, you know, Western's scoring a bunch against everybody. And, uh, but they've been very consistent, and, uh, you know, they, they, doing, they got a good team. Their defense was really good, and their offense was very efficient. You know, when we played them, and it looks like it's continued that way. Yeah, Louisiana Tech may be the hard luck team in the league this year. Uh, Skip's team has, has lost a couple right at the buzzer. Yeah, you know, I, I, I talked to Skip today and usually talk to him every week. And, uh, you know, I feel for him because, you know, it's one of those years for him. And, uh, you know, he, he's a really good coach. He's a good person. He's got a good team. And the ball just hadn't bounced his way right now. But, you know, he's got a big one this week against UAB. And uh, I'm pulling for him. Hope, hopefully he'll get it. So the standings in the East, FAU, Marshall, Western Kentucky, all three and one. Charlotte and Middle are right there, a game back at uh, two and two. Then Old Dominion, one and three, and uh, that first win came over the weekend against Louisiana Tech, and FIU currently is 0 and 4 in the league. Out West, uh, UTSA can control their own destiny. They're 4 and 0. 
UTEP right behind them, as well as UAB at three and one. Rice is at two and two. Louisiana Tech and North Texas are one and three, and Southern Miss is 0 and four. And that is how it all stacks up in Conference USA at the moment. So we'll take another break right here and be back with Coach Rick Stockstill and your questions after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Coach Rick Stockstill. Have you heard about the MTSU debit card from Ascend Federal Credit Union? This is exactly what you need for your busy lifestyle. Need some cash? Use this card fee-free at Ascend's two on-campus ATMs and at thousands of ATMs worldwide. Bank where the Blue Raiders belong. Ascend Federal Credit Union. Exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend is federally insured by NCUA. Visit us at ascend.org. You'd be amazed to learn what one Tennessee lottery ticket can lead to. For you, it could be lucky, but for others, it could open the door to so much more. With more than $6 billion raised for education, the Tennessee Lottery has proudly funded over 1.5 million scholarships and grants. That means, on average, more than 130,000 Tennesseans every year continue their education just because you played. The Tennessee Education Lottery, game-changing, education-benefiting fun. Every week, our Blue Raiders go the extra mile to make sure they're at their very peak. At Sunbelt Bakery, they do the same thing to make sure their granola bars are at their peak. Every week, Sunbelt Bakery brings new batches of granola bars from their bakery to your neighborhood. That's why Sunbelt Bakery's granola bars taste like they just baked them. Because they did. Try a Sunbelt Bakery granola bar today and taste the difference. Sunbelt Bakery. Bakery fresh taste. No preservatives. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. The way we do work has changed. Where we work, how we work, and the day-to-day challenges we face as businesses have evolved. As organizations continue to adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We're your one stop for technology solutions that power your business. Whether it's office technology and equipment, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, or digital communications, we can help make your workflows easier, faster, and more efficient so your team can focus on the core of your business. To learn more about what RJ Young can do for you, visit themodernoffice.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back in to the Boulevard tonight and Rick Stocks to Live. Our show brought to you in part by Bud Light. Bud Light proudly welcomes back Middle Tennessee State University fans to Johnny Red Floyd Stadium this year. Bud Light is for the fans. And, and, and Coach, the, uh, the fans endured uh, kind of a – it wasn't the hard rain, but just a, a dreary, uh, drizzly day all day uh, on, on Saturday from parade time 
all the way through through the football game. Do you do you think that you know the, the wet conditions had uh, what type of effect it might have had on the game? No, I don't. Uh, to me, it wasn't. I mean, there was a little bit of a drizzle. It wasn't cold uh, or unbearable cold. It, the rain never was a factor. Uh, you know, so it didn't have any bearing. It didn't change our game plan any, and uh, it didn't change Southern Miss's plan any. So I don't think it had any bearing. It wasn't conducive to a really nice, you know, first afternoon game at home. You know, we, we played night games before. It wasn't conducive to, you know, that kind of sunny weather. But, I mean, it was not near – as bad as what they were predicting earlier in the week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, now the weather for Saturday looks pretty good, about 55 and, and, uh, and, and no, no rain and sunshine. But um, you're a guy who likes doing the – you're kind of a routine kind of guy. And it'll be four straight, counting this past Saturday, four straight at 2.30 uh, uh, with the game at Western and then the next two home games before uh, – going to FAU the final weekend of the season, but, but uh, your guys get in a routine. Yeah, you know, and, and to me, I, I'm an afternoon game guy, you know, play them play early and just, I mean, you're going down there, Florida Atlantic, I know it's a month away, but you're going to Florida Atlantic Thanksgiving weekend and playing it at 6 o'clock at night, come on now. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> who's going to be there? And, uh, you know, so I, I, I like the afternoon games especially – you know, as it gets this time time zone changing, you know, this Sunday and everything when it starts getting darker earlier and colder earlier and all that. So uh, You like it when it's dark at 4.30 at practice, don't uh, you? Yeah. With I know those, you love with, that. With those lights we got on our practice field, <laughs> <laughs> you can't see anything. Uh, all right, we got a few questions here from the audience. If you want to get some in, there are question cards out there, and we will have a little bit of time here. Uh, but Don always comes up with some good – he goes, offensive holding – kills an offensive drive how do you coach players not to hold that's it's tough but you're right any anytime you have a penalty on either side of the ball you know it's uh, it extends drives defensively and then offensively it puts you behind the chains and uh, you know they could probably they could call holding on every play uh, it's it happens it's out there they just got to be disciplined enough to know that when that guy starts to leave you, to let go and not get your har- arms away from your body where the official can see it. But uh, you're right, uh, you know, penalties, you know, holding penalties, any kind of penalty uh, is just devastating to an offense. What is, in your mind, the most unfair penalty as far as how it's adjudicated? That's a great question. Um, is roughing the passer because not only do you get penalized, you lose a down. They've changed defensive pass interference a little bit to where, you know, they put the ball. It's more of an now, NFL you know, type rule. I'm all for protecting the quarterback. And, uh, you know, because you think about it, you're standing back there and, you know, however big you are, and here comes this six foot three, 280 pound guy, and he's going to just take a full blooded shot at you. It, to play quarterback, I've always said, you got to be the toughest guy on the team because not too many people can stand back there and look down the barrel of that gun and throw it. Yeah. And here comes that guy. I, I, I'm still not a fan of the the targeting rule. I'm a fan of, you know, taking targeting out of the game. 
But to me, there's so many things that times targeting happens where it's not intentional. You know, you're coming to make a tackle and in the, the running back, the receiver, whatever, you know, he lowers himself and there's head-to-head contact. If it's unintentional, you know, I, I think it still should be a penalty, but I don't think he should be ejected from the game. You know, if it's malicious, if it's, if, if it's with intent and you launch and you go after his head, then, yeah, you should be gone. But I uh, saw yesterday in the NFL game, you know, a corner comes up to make a tackle on a running back in the Cincinnati game, and the guy ducks his head, and they call a targeting penalty and extend that drive. What about on the other side of that, what if a running back leads with the crown of his helmet against a defensive player? We don't see that very often called. It's supposed to be a penalty, but they don't ever call it. Yeah. Because they say if you have the ball, you're not defenseless. And, uh, you know, so. But if that linebacker or defensive backs on skates, they're defenseless. But Yeah, that, that's, that, that would be my uh, – and, and I'm on the rules committee. We talk about it every year. And uh, hopefully here, I think, maybe this year in January, in January when we meet again that, you know, there may be some – kind of like the NBA, you know, a flagrant one, a flagrant two that, you know, that if it's without intent, it'll still be a penalty, but you won't get ejected if it's with intent uh, – you know, then you would be ejected. And, you, you know, and, and to me, just as kind of a pet peeve, uh, again, back to Don's original question about holding, there are holding calls that have an effect on a play, and then there are holding calls that have no effect on a play. Oh, yeah, exactly. And, and most of the time the officials do a good job, you know, of, you know, of differentiating between that and saying that, you know, it was on the backside. That guy wasn't going to be a factor in the play, and, and they let it go. But sometimes – and we've got so many new officials in Conference USA this year because a lot of them went to the NFL. A lot of them went to Power Five conferences. A lot of them retired. And, um, you know, so it's been a little bit of a, you know, a different deal this year. All right. Uh, this is the fun part because we get to jump around to some different stuff. And I'm not sure who sent this in and said, since it's a crappy injury week, let's go to ML Major League Baseball here. Who you got, Braves or Astros, six games or seven? Yankees in seven. Yep. I'm still, I still believe they're coming out. You think they're coming? Yep. I'm going to go with the Braves, and I think it'll end in tomorrow night. Freed's going to pitch tomorrow night, I think. I don't think. know who's pitching, but and, um, I, I'm going Bravos, and, and uh, it'll end tomorrow night. You know, they're, they're a fun five team. To, five to three. They're going to win five to five three. Five to three. Yep. They're, a, they're a fun team to watch. Matt, Mattress Mac, that dude that bet $18 million. I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> He's down in Houston for sure. Uh, okay. Uh, we should have asked this last week, and, and i got a couple of things here. Number one, uh, did you all have trick-or-treaters last night? At our house? Yes, when I, I got, I know home, Sarah's in charge of that. Yeah, she's in charge. When I got home, there was candy there, and uh, but nobody rang the bell when I got home. When I was home, but yeah, I think she did. But uh, I was a little disappointed because she gave out that gum Heath bars. Who? What kind of kid eats Heath bars? That's old people food. I know. I, I, if I'd have known, I would have. I would have. I would have come trick or treating at your house. <laughs> That's one of my favorites, right there. That's old people food. So old so, people candy. So what would you? What Reese's would you, peanut butter cup. And that's it? Or peanut M&M's. So, 
peanut butter pie. Now, are you a um, are you a where do you fall on the debate about candy corn? Yay or nay? I'm not going Mike Leach on yet. So um, I like it. I mean, I'll eat it. There's a guy in my office. He he, he mixes it with uh, roasted peanuts and says that's what he, he he gives it there. So that being said, that set up this this uh, from Braden over here. He said, now that we're in November, what are your top three dishes that you'll be looking forward to? Thanksgiving. Good guy. Um, You're a planner. I'm trying to lose weight. Uh, you know, I'm peanut butter pie, obviously. Uh, that and turkey and green bean casserole are my three favorites. Oh, they are. Green bean casserole with the, the, the little onions on top? The no little... onions. I'm not an onion Oh, that's guy. right. You're not an onion guy. Or, uh, but but uh, not you. what about the dressing? I'm on a diet. Oh, okay. That's how we're going to get through that. Um, all right. So there's our audience questions for the night. We're going to take our final time out of the night. Uh, but first of all, remind you that Middle Tennessee is back in action as they take on FIU on Saturday, November 13th at 2.30 p.m. And, Don, that will be the salute to veterans, correct? That will be on the 13th of November. Get your tickets at GoBlueRaiders.com slash tickets. We'll take a look at the Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky when we return after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The MTSU Alumni Association is proud of its more than 130,000 living alumni who are leading, teaching, entertaining, researching, buying, farming, nursing, and more worldwide. Every Blue Raider accomplishment adds value to your degree. Are you connected to the MTSU National Alumni Association? Visit mtalumni.com to share what you're doing, update your information, and see how you can be involved and informed. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Put Lee Company on your team and you'll always be ahead of the game with home maintenance, improvements, and repair. Sign up for a Lee Company home maintenance plan to have your heating and air conditioning system tuned up twice a year. In addition, you'll receive a comprehensive electrical and plumbing home inspection, plus member-only discounts and priority service, all for as low as $8.25 a month. For the very best electrical, heating, air conditioning, and plumbing services, call Lee Company at 615-867-1000 or visit LeeCompany.com. Murfreesboro Medical Clinic is proud to be the official medical group of MTSU Athletics. We all win big when we work as a team for better health. Just like MTSU's athletes and coaches, our healthcare professionals work tirelessly to make our community proud. At MMC, we really are true blue. MTSU is our hometown team, and your health is our mission. Visit mmclinic.com or call us at 615-893-4480. You train for this all year. Endless hours of cardio, conditioning, and weights. And now you are ready. Ready to trek back to your seat from the concession stand. Through the lines, lost fans, and that mascot who wants you to do a little dancey dance. All without spilling a drop of your ice cold Bud Light. Welcome back to football, sports fans. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Welcome back in to the Boulevard for a final time tonight. Rick Stocks to Live presented by Middle Tennessee Electric. And Coach Stock, Western Kentucky is, I mean, offensively, they are as good as anybody you will have played all year. Yeah, they're they're very explosive. 
I mean, they're going to spread you out. They're going to be in four wides. They're going to be in empty sets. Uh, they're going to throw it 50, 55, 60 times a game. They're going to throw it to set up the run. Uh, like really good players, a quarterback is special. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a, a great challenge for us. But, you know, as long as we, you know, don't give up a bunch of big-time, big explosive plays, you know, and keep the ball in front of us, keep the ball in front of us and make them go the long way, you got a chance because that's where they've been successful is, you know, when they throw a five-yard ball out there and the guy breaks a tackle and, you know, takes it to distance. So got to do a good job of tackling in space. It is always interesting because here you have a basically kind of a top-five offense against a defense that is number one in the country in turnovers. What do you think – where do you think your guys need to be the best at to con- to keep them and I guess to make sure tackles when you have the chance yeah that and chip and you know it's going to be hard I think to get you know a lot of you know get sacks because he gets the ball out so fast uh, but if we can get close if we can get close and make him a little bit uncomfortable that always helps you and enhances your chances of making a play and then again like I said we, they're going to spread you out and put you in one-on-one situations and uh, we've got to do a good job of tackling in space. And then, uh, you know, conversely there offensively, we've got to stay on the field. Oh, yeah, that's exactly you what know, I was going to ask. We've we, we got to score because – It could be your best, de- best you know, defense is we your scored, offense. We scored, what, 35 points against Southern Miss, but 14 of them, you know, were offensive. So we've we got to score more than 14 points to, to have a chance against this club because they can – they can score and they can score in a hurry. Yep. It'll be the 100-mile rivalry this Saturday, 2.30. And, Coach, go get them. Yeah, I look forward to it, Chip. Appreciate you. All right, Coach Rick Stocks still with us tonight. Thanks to Dalton Barrett, our studio producer. And we hope that you'll join us on Saturday, 1 o'clock for the tailgate show, 2.30 kickoff in Bowling Green. Well, the coach, Chip Walter, said thanks for being with us. And good night for the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Thanks for listening to Rick Stockstill Live, powered by Middle Tennessee Electric, your locally owned electric cooperative and your trusted energy advisor. Tonight's show was also brought to you by Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads. Bud Light, it's for the fans. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network. This is Nick Hayes with Toots Restaurants, and we'd love to thank you for 36 great years. We're celebrating our 36th anniversary on October 